Uh, yes, I have plenty of memory. I have plenty of dicks. <laughs> plenty of dicks face. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that their reluctancy comes in. We're your hosts, I am Zach, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, he's a little sleepy because he's been studying for his owls, it's Scotty Westside. I I still hate that they're called owls. Can we just talk about that for a second? No, 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 no. You're muy estudiante. I'm sorry. What the fuck did you just call me? You're a very studious little boy, you. Did you say my brother is a goat fucker? I, yes, that's, that's I absolutely fact. did. Yes. That's just accurate. How are you doing today, pal? <laughs> I'm doing, I'm like afraid. Scott's been having some technical difficulties here getting this episode going and he's a little annoyed with it and I'm just like terrified of him. Are you terrified of me or are you terrified of us having to do this episode over again because all my audio is gone? Well, yes to both. (laughs) (laughs) You're terrified of how much angrier I will be the second yeah. run through of this episode. Yeah, I mean, you're already a fucking dick. No, I mean, yes, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Zach has just made it his personal mission to, like, poke the bear tonight. Yeah, uh, Scott's a Scott's a scary fucker when he's mad, so that's, that's that. Either way, Scott, how the fuck are you doing tonight, man? Uh, I am doing... Okay. Just lie to the people. Tell them you're great. I'll just lie. I'll tell them how great uh, these <laughs> these these technical difficulties are. Not fun, and you know we're we're gonna try and get through this. Uh, these chapters were not also the most fun chapters what? ever. What? No. So you know what? I'm just kind of like. You didn't like. What are we doing grop? here? Yeah, fucking. Haggard has done a lot of dumb shit in his time, <laughs> despite the fact that I love him. This yeah. one may take the cake. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm not a fan of Grop, but... Uh. Is anyone? Are there Grop heads out there? What? Are there Grop heads out there? They're the same people who like Ron. They're probably, probably the same people who like Ron. They're Yeah. Even even Ron doesn't like Grop, and he doesn't even hasn't even met him. They're they're the same people who like Usopp too. Um, no, plenty of people like Usopp. I like yeah, Usopp. and they suck, and you nah, suck for I liking like Usopp. Usopp. I mean, I definitely suck, but not for that reason. All right, well, we're discussing Harry Potter today, and we've got Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, chapters 30, 31, and thirty two. We're going to be taking the last batch or the last bunch of chapters for this book in three chapter chunks. That's my favorite serial, three (laughs) chapter chunk, Um, because a lot happens in the next two batches, and we thought it made a little bit more sense to split it up this way. Yes, and we have a 
a, we're going to be having a special guest for the final episode of this book. Can we just uh, address Jake like he's like just some fan? <laughs> like he's not our friend? We're going to have a special you said episode. I was, gonna, I was actually going to keep it a secret. I was going to be like, ah, it's uh, the guest is shrouded in mystery. And then it just, uh, it's just fucking Jake when the time comes. But I mean, you said the name, so now it's now it's out there. I think it's With funny. This, ca- this can never be edited out. It's done. This is live. Uh, our friend Jake will be on the no, last No, 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 no. He's a fan. He's a fan. He's not our friend yet. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's just a random we, fan. We love Jake. our fans so much that we are allowing <laughs> one of them to come on the show with us. No, no, no. no. This is a Make-A-Wish Foundation thing. <laughs> this poor kid fan is dying, and it was his last wish to be on an episode with us. And the make a wish people were like, Are you sure you don't want to like go to Disneyland or something? He's like, No, 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 I wanna be on We Don't Wanna Harry Potter. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Jake, we love you. Uh, no, he's just a random fan. We don't know who he is. Yeah, but apparently he knows a lot about Harry Potter. You know, he claims to. Uh I have yet to test his knowledge as I've tested yours for what, 26 Well, I'm tried and tested. I think everybody knows I'm the only Harry Potter expert out there. Everyone, I mean, the record speaks for itself. You've you've never failed to answer a question. You've never failed to, you know, have the exact right answer for everything. Yeah. The record shows. Your record is spotless, I think. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, man. Muhammad Ali. Except he loses in the end. Sure. I don't lose in the end. (laughs) Yeah, you never lose. Yeah ever so so scott how you feeling about this batch this batch is pretty lame like it's just you know i'm I'm gonna chalk this up to the way we're splitting up these last chapters maybe it's my fault maybe it's just maybe it's maybelline before the storm maybe it's maybelline (laughs) who could say but uh yeah these chapters are like just very nah. There's I feel, like, I feel one... like we we have we've almost like conditioned ourselves somehow, and this has actually not been because I'm a master planner or anything like that. But I feel <laughs> like we've actually chopped these these chapters into like pretty decent chunks, like where where it makes sense, right? Where there there's enough highs and lows in each chapter, or I, excuse me, in each batch where. Mm-hmm. It's a fun kind of roller coaster of stuff to talk about. Sure. Uh, e- even if Scott is a little lackluster on the story or whatever it is, it's there's always enough to go on and enough to talk about. And uh, yeah, looking at this one, it's like all these chapters should be part of a different batch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I I just for for only there only being nine chapters left in the book, I feel like more shit and more important shit should be happening and i I mean there are a few things there's one uh, thing specific that i'm like oh shit yeah but like if if we're talking about the same thing even that is like seen from a distance and kind of weird happens real weird right um yeah well it's just kind of a batch we we all know that the last like Six, seven, eight chapters of any one of these books is always a fucking clusterfuck of shit. And all of the story comes out at the end. Right. So, yeah, just fucking be ready for that. 
It's not the only thing that comes out at the end, if you know what I mean. <laughs> not on this podcast, it's not. Uh, but yeah, we we'll get through this. We'll have some fun with it. We'll we'll make our make our fun jokey jokes. Uh, chapter thirty. Uh, whoa, where we last left off, of course, was Fred and George's great escape, their miraculous exit. From which I feel like you didn't give that enough credit. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, just call it's, me. <laughs> it's so fun. And I mean, I understand we were talking about a lot of other things around that. Mm-hmm. But there was never like a fuck yeah, Fred and George. You guys are awesome. And they deserve um, it, Scott. So let's hear it. I mean, <laughs> they were cool. They, they, I did not. You know what? Maybe I didn't get as hype for this as you wanted me to because now I'm just like, but now they're not around to be fun and funny. Like, I I'm mean, gonna miss them. I get that, but they will still be prevalent in this book or in the next book. Not in this book. In the next. Okay. Books. See, that's my thing. That's my thing. I just want them around always and forever. That's fair. I love them, so I get it. I do too. But still, I do fuck too. Umbridge and their exit was great. Yeah, also I feel like you you have way stronger reaction to Umbridge than I do too. She's such a like a nothing villain to me in my mind. She's like so But don't comedically you don't evil. you like know an Umbridge in real life? I feel like everybody knows an Umbridge in real life. Like just that fucking stuck up bitch teacher that like really 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 takes a liking in like just sucking oh, sure. the fun out of everything yeah like uh real 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 nazis about the rules and like you know uh, yeah i, I mean, mean it's not specifically rule following it's like it's just like you cannot have fun like there's yeah. no such thing as a smile that's allowed ever i don't know that i've known anyone quite like that no well I think I do. <laughs> I, just, I think she's so ridiculously like I've I've called out the Dursleys before as being like ridiculously over the top with like their shittiness, but like Umbridge makes them look like tame in comparison, and it's just I just I don't know I don't know I don't even know what I'm griping about anymore. Anyway, chapter thirty starts. Fred and George are instant legends. <laughs> People talk about, uh, oh, I might, I might just leave Hogwarts myself, pull a Weasley, and uh, I think that's pretty funny. If you, if you, if you manage to get like uh, something named after you, that's that's always legendary status. Uh, Umbridge and Filch can't get rid of this swamp. Apparently, they left a swamp bomb or something in one of the hallways, <laughs> and all the teachers are like, oh, what do we do? How will we? Get rid of this, and Harry's like, Harry thinks to himself, I'm pretty sure Flitwick could absolutely get rid of this if he wanted to. Yeah, definitely. And he's, like, not helping them at all. It's like me. Like, I can't get, like, in the summertime here in Texas, I can't get rid of my swamp ass. <laughs> like, it's just so yeah. bad. It's just permanent. You need to get Flitwick to help you with that. Well, I think he'd leave it as a fucking memoriam to yes. Fred and Weasley. Fred, Fred and, and Weasley? Fred and George. Fred and Weasley. Yeah, Fred and George. Uh, there's a quote here from the book that I need some help interpreting here, Zach. It says, quote, Filch was given the task of punting students across it to get to their classrooms. <laughs> to my knowledge, punting just means kicking. 
So is Filch just drop kicking these students? Like in, like Incineroar drop kicking? Yeah, just like <laughs> or just like, you know, actual NFL punting. He's just doing like a exactly. nice run up, a nice drop kick, you know, that kind of drop kick. I, what what the fuck does this mean? Is he kicking them across this? Yeah, swamp? I think so, man. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, also, they make mention that Harry's broom, uh, Umbridge, since their brooms, apparently chains are immune to just a simple summoning spell. Uh, Umbridge goes to the lengths of locking Harry's broom up in the dungeon with an armed security troll. And I'm like, I didn't even know security trolls were a fucking thing so that's rad yeah that's i've totally forgot about that that's so ridiculous <laughs> it's it's ridiculous uh does this security troll have like a little like security guard uniform outfit thing I, he fucking better does he have a mag light on his like belt and everything <laughs> i'm gonna draw it i'm gonna make the fan yes, art for this please okay excellent um Every Umbridge class, uh, the Defense Against the Dark Arts class, students are fainting, vomiting, bleeding. Fred and George apparently sold a ton of their candy before they left. Umbridge is trying to trace the cause of all this and gives a bunch of them detention, but they all just tell her that they have Umbridgeitis, and uh, <laughs> it's so out of control that she is forced to eventually let them just leave, keep leaving her class because all of this, these what are they? What are they called? Like Weasleys. No, it's not Wizard Weezes. That was something else. Well, that's snack that's the boxes. name. That's the name of their uh, the skiving right. snack boxes. Skiving snack boxes. That's what it is. Weasley's Wizard Weezes is the name of their joke shop. Right, right. Uh, also, Peeves is on some next level shit now too. They he is really taken to heart the the parting words of Fred and George, where they're like, "Give her hell for us, Peeves." Dude, uh, it's so. They good. say they say he's flooding bathrooms, and my favorite. He dropped a bag of tarantulas in the hall during breakfast, which is rad. But my question is, where does the poltergeist go about getting a bag full of tarantulas? I feel like they're probably around for, like, potions and stuff. Live tarantulas? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um. Okay, I'm going to call bullshit on your explanation here, though, because Snape in one of the books said Peeves can't get into his office. Well, he because can't get he into his private in stores, but he can get into his classroom. Nah, nah. Snape wouldn't let that shit happen, and he's the potion master. Okay, well then, he, then you know what? <laughs> he found a bag, and he went and scrounged up a bunch a of tarantulas bag. on the grounds. There you go. Okay, that's all you had to say. I guess there we've seen spiders in the forest, so yeah, there you go. They're acromantulas. I'm sorry, what? They're called acromantulas. Shut like, the fuck up. Like uh, uh, fucking Hagrid's friend Aragog, the big yeah. spider. Yeah, they're called acromantulas. Why? Because that's the name of their species. <sighs> Is it like Aragog? It should be like Aragogantulas. No, Aragog was Ar- just his name. Yeah, I are know, they but... called f- forensitors? <laughs> no, but they were all <laughs> forensitors. <laughs> Is real good. Uh, no, but they were all like Aragog's children, right? So all the children of Aragog should be like Aragog chillas. No, you're fucking. They're not chinchillas. They're chinchillas. <laughs> Dude, chinchillas are so cute. Have you ever seen a chinchilla? I have. 
they're did adorable. you know that you can't wash them i'm sorry what yeah like they're their oh, like skin give them a and bath? fur is so like Sensitive. coarse that like something like if you wet them they mold and they'll die what the shit i did not know that yeah 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 That's yeah yeah you, you have to like and when you bait when you like clean them you have to clean them with sand weird yeah chinchillas are fucking weird man that's cool. They're so cute, though. They are really cute. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, acromantulas are a thing. A- acromantulas. This is uh, arithmancy. That's what... They're not actually that close, but in my mind, they were much closer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Arithmantulas. Arithmantulas. There you go. We made... We did it. We got there. Uh, <laughs> none of the staff but Filch seem to be stirring themselves to help her. Uh, help, this is about Umbridge, like, Umbridge and Filch trying to get rid of, like, all their, the jokes and the nonsense. And uh, a week after Fred and George's departure, Harry witnessed Professor McGonagall walking right past Peeves, who was determinedly loosing a, loosening a crystal chandelier, and could have sworn he heard he heard her tell the poltergeist out of the corner of her mouth it unscrews the other way. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah, McGonagall. Dude, McGonagall, I told you McGonagall's great. It's such a bummer that we don't get to really see it until this book, but she's so rad. Yeah, she's rad until she gets her shit wrecked. Uh, we'll get yeah, to that. let's not talk about that, except we have well, to. Well, I kind of, we have to. It's in these chapters. Uh, so Ron is all worried that his mom is going to blame him for Fred and George leaving. And uh, Hermione and Ron are, like, wondering how they were able to get this, like, uh, shop, <laughs> this real estate in Diagon Alley, because they said that when they left. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, I wonder if Mundungus has got them selling stolen goods. That's the only explanation. And Harry finally gives, and he's like, fucking, they're not selling stolen goods. It was me. I gave him all my fucking wizard gold. And Ron's like, oh, thank God. Can I put the blame on you, Harry? Can I tell my mom so she's not pissed at me? And Harry's like, yeah, fine. And I'm like, wow, Ron's such a good friend. He just wants to, you know, put all the blame on his buddy. Well, Harry's a good friend because he lets him. That's true. That's true. Uh, Hermione asks Harry about his occlumency, and this damn piece of shit just lies through his damn teeth about still doing it. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm doing it. I'm practicing every night. I'm stopping those dreams. Those dreams got nothing on me. I'm the best occlumency man ever. Occlumency man? (laughs) Occlumency man ever. Uh, The truth is that he wants to keep having these dreams because he keeps getting closer and closer. And what Snape said last time about him wanting to be, maybe it wasn't last time, maybe it was a couple episodes ago, but him wanting to have these dreams to feel special is ringing truer and truer by the day. This sack of shit. It's, I, it's, I, think it's, I think it's less him wanting to feel special, but I think he's just become obsessive over this door. And, and I think that some of Voldemort's obsession with getting what's behind it is like bleeding into Harry. Sure, I could buy that, but like... Him just, he lies about it so much yeah. in these chapters. Yeah, he's an idiot. And it's just like, dude, you are so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
they they go to this Quidditch match. Uh, this is Qu- Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, or Hufflepuff. I don't know. No, it's Ravenclaw because they talk about Cho playing. Um, they're going to watch the match, and Hagrid comes up behind Harry and Hermione, and he's like, "Hey, I need your help. I need your help now, like during the Quidditch match, while everyone is distracted." Dude, fuck yeah! This is the climax of this book. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Scott's face <laughs> was not okay, <laughs> dude. Fucking this goddamn chapter. I when you said that, it all came back to me and hit me how much I fucking kind of hated this chapter dude. and what happened here. <laughs> this is just return of the goddamn dragon bullshit yeah. from book one. But in an even stupider manner, and I'm really just now realizing all this, and I'm just all pissed off all over again. Dude. Just when I think Hagrid has, like, fully redeemed himself and is my funny giant man that I love so much, he he goes and pulls this bullshit. Oh, my God. (laughs) What if I told you that that Grop is an integral part of this story later? I would hate you so much for making me do read these fucking stories. God damn it! Do not shrug your shoulders at me. I hate you. I hate you. I love you so much, pal. Hagrid's all fucked up. Um, they're going into the forest. He's he grabs his crossbow. He says the woods aren't safe right now with the centaurs livid like they are. He said they would have killed Firenze if he hadn't stepped in. Uh, he t- Basically, yeah, the, when Firenze accepted Dumbledore's position to teach them whatever the fuck it was, Aquamancy, no, that's not right. What is it? D- dismember, dismember Mancy? What the um, fuck is it? <laughs> I'm having a strong over here. Uh, it's Trelawney's class. What the fuck is it? Yeah, divination. 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 Uh, yeah, they were big upset about that and would have killed him, but Hagrid stepped in. So they go deep, 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 deep into the forest. Harry and Hermione are like freaking out. I wish I could go that deep. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I hate you. (laughs) You're not allowed to make jokes right now with this bullshit that's happening. Uh... They get way deep in there, and, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, god damn it, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They get way deep. <laughs> Fucking elbow deep, man. <laughs> I just... I hope Audacity does wipe this fucking episode from the record forever. <laughs> Which is skip to the next episode and be like, oh, sorry, it's gone forever. Uh, <laughs> Hagrid's got fucking this giant. What do you want from me? It's Grop. This motherfucker Grop, who apparently is Hagrid's half-brother. Um, yeah. He's got him, like, tied up to these trees. Hagrid's like... Oh, I knew if I just got him back and taught him a few manners, I'd be able to take him outside and show him everyone he's harmless. And Hermione's like, fucking harmless, you motherfucker, are you crazy? Uh, yeah, so this is why Hagrid's all fucked up. Uh, 
he's been getting the shit kicked out of him by this like 16 foot tall giant and he's like oh he just don't know his own strength dude it's god damn it Hagrid it's almost like it's almost so good that this is happening because I think it was the last episode or, or, or maybe the episode episode before. episode did you just say episode yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh that's uh my Valyrian steel blade it's not an epishield it's an episode <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, wait, aren't those the new Pokemon games? Yes, Epishord and Epishord. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. I see your Epishord is as big as mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, my audacity crashed. I guess we're just gonna have to strike this one from the record. God damn it! Uh, yes, what were you saying? Uh, Episode. Yes, yeah, so like <laughs> the past Epishords, you have been. Very like like oh man I wonder what like is happening with Hagrid yeah, like yeah. he's doing something with the centaurs like he's got to try and like convince them and like it just seemed like something big was gonna come of what Hagrid is up to yeah. and then this is it shame on me for thinking it was something important and cool like I should have fucking know when it's Hagrid uh this he's this. the king of the B plot stories oh man my God he, that is. That is the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. king of the B-plot stories for sure. So there's a bunch. To, so they're like, this is why it took you so long to get home because you had to like fucking take your sweet time bringing him back with you. And Hagrid's like, yeah, he he didn't really want to come. He kept trying to go back. And they're like, why didn't you fucking let him? He's like, oh, they were bullying him because he's so small. And Hermione's like, small? Uh, <laughs> Hermione's like freaking the fuck out. And I do not blame her. Uh, at one point when Hagrid is like introducing them because he's like, well, uh, you guys got to come out here and talk to, talk to him because I'm going to get sacked. That's definitely going to happen. And... So then I'll be gone and somebody has to come out here and take care of him. And they're like, what? We need to feed him? And he's like, no, no, no. He can get food on his own. He's fine there. I want you to teach him English, basically, is what he wants from them. And I'm like, Hagrid, this was a big ask before you were like, hey, teach this, uh, you know, very slow, dull, giant English. Um this is the biggest ask. This is like when your friend is like, hey, can you do me a favor? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, yeah, I need like $16 million. <laughs> it's like, wait, what the fuck? No, 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 no. It's more like, hey, can you do me a favor? But wait, you can't say no, okay? Yeah, you can't say no. <laughs> you can't say no. Also, I need you to, you know... Take care of my old aunt for the next six months and, you know, look after her every day. And it's also going to cost you like $12,000. It's also going to be very expensive. This is such a ridiculous ask. Uh, anyway, Hagrid like introduces, he's like, oh, when he needs to know who you are. And so he's like, Grape, this is Arian. He, he said there's a funny joke about Hermione's name being too complicated for him to say. So what does he call her? Like Hermie? It's or Hermie. Something like that? Yeah. Hermie. And uh, Grop tries to like grab Hermie and she freaks out. She's still freak, freaking out. 
And um, this this whole thing is so dumb. Grop looks so bad in the movie too. I believe that they're the first three ep- three episodes, three movies that I watched. Uh, the I know they were a while ago, but the CGI is. Not it's yeah, best. it's not fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially when you consider like, listen, not to go off on a tangent here, but how how recently did you, have you watched like the original Jurassic Park? Uh, it's probably been a few years. Dude, that movie still looks crazy impressive. Yeah. And that movie came out in 1993. Yeah, that's absurd. Like, that movie still looks real good for how old that movie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then the, fir- the first Harry Potter movie came out in t- 2001? Yeah, a lot later. Yeah. To- I think it was I mean, listen, listen, I, I shouldn't be using... Jurassic Park is every movie should look this good because that's kind of the gold standard, but I just that's the one that popped into my head. So, uh, they, they're yeah, he's Haggard's like, I'm totally gonna get fired, and you have to come take care of him. Uh, they're leaving the forest finally after all this bullshit happens, and they run into a bunch of centaurs. Centaurs are big mad at Hagrid for being in here. You mean the Forensitars? The Forensitars, yes, exactly. The Bainitars. Uh, it seems like they want to kill him, but they won't because the kids are with him. The one of the leader, Ma, Ma, I don't have his name here. It's like Man Manimagius, Manimagius, something like that. Oh, I don't remember his name. Ma, it's something M A. I'm almost positive. Magistrate. Uh, he it's says not magistrate. this. Magorian. <laughs> Sorry, it's Magorian. Magorian. That's the one. I told you it was M.A. He says that slaughtering foals, I think it's funny that he calls them foals, is a huge crime. So they won't kill him because the kids are with him, and they won't kill the kids. Hagrid, like, does not seem to be nearly as bothered as he should be by these, like, murderous centaurs. Because he keeps, like, talking back to him and, like, giving him shit. And Harry and Hermione are like, okay, Hagrid, that's enough. Let's just go. Hey, let's get out of here. <laughs> Uh, cause yeah, they're like, you shouldn't have stepped in. They're mad at him cause he stepped in and saved Forenze. Right. And they're like, you shouldn't have done that. That wasn't your business. You're not welcome in this forest anymore. And they're also like, oh, by the way, we know what you fucking got back there. And Hagrid's whole thing is like, oh, he has just as much right to be here as you fuckers do. You pieces of shit. Um, he, <laughs> yeah, Hagrid is not being wise or careful at all. And Hagrid, uh, Hagrid's trying to swing his dick. And uh, yeah, he is. He is. doesn't realize He's... that there's a million horse cocks around him, so. <laughs> it's no contest. Exactly. Could have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, so, they, they get out of the forest, and the second they're away from Hagrid, Hermione is just like, I don't believe him. I really do not believe him. And probably Harry's the same like, reaction you had, right? I yeah, I was basically the same. I'm I'm neck and neck with Hermione here. Uh Harry's like, calm down. And she's like, calm down, it's a fucking giant in the forest, and we're supposed to give him English lessons. <laughs> oh, assuming of course we can get past the herd of murderous centaurs, the murderous forense tars on the way in and out. I do not believe him. She is livid and i cannot blame her even a little bit fucking hagrid my yeah. fucking guy yep 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 this all checks out 
the end of the chapter here, apparently Ron did great somehow at the match. He went Super Saiyan out of nowhere and saved a bunch of shots, and these fuckers miraculously won the Quidditch Cup because reasons, I guess. And that's the end of chapter 30. Yeah, Weasley is your king now, right? Yeah. No. You keep wanting me to make comments about that dumbass song, and I'm not going to because it has to do with Quidditch. And Ron. So, fuck you. And Ron. Yeah, it's doubly, doubly <laughs> fucked. Uh, chapter 31, they have to break poor Ron's little heart by telling him that they missed the entire match because he's like, did you see that 16th save I made where I did the reverse double fucking backhand jack off motion and Reverse did this double jack off <laughs> and they're like yeah no we missed all of it because we were with Hagrid and he's like big upset but then they tell him all about Grop and he he kind of forgets about the Quidditch match because of how ridiculous this is and even he even this dipshit is like yeah no Hagrid is fucking insane <laughs> yeah like he has gone fully off the rails. Yep. And he just tells them, they're like, yeah, we kind of promised. Before we knew what it was, we kind of promised we would do it. And Ron's just like, no, fucking break that promise. Are you fucking crazy? That's nuts. It's the only sensible thing Ron has ever said. Yes. In these books, maybe. It's, I'm like, fucking even this motherfucker knows that this is ridiculous. Uh, But I had the thought here, I was like, wait, even if Hagrid does get sacked, couldn't he still stay like Trelawney did? And then I was like, wait. I was like, now that Dumble's gone, is Trelawney still there at Hogwarts? I I do believe that she stays. Um Like I, I think Cause the whole thing was when like, she got fired, Dumbledore came in and was like, Yeah, I decide who lives in the castle right. and who doesn't right so and I, I don't i don't like honestly i think there's just so much going on that she doesn't no like, one's paying attention to no, no one's paying like, yeah and, and also trelawney is still sacked like she's still out of the right. way you right. know right uh so i had the thought i was <clears throat> let me try that again <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that far quick. no <laughs> please don't leave that with it <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that at the beginning now. <laughs> Please don't leave that in. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, well, even if he does get fired, couldn't Dumble just say, hey, you can stay anyway. But then I was like, oh, shit, yeah, Dumble's gone. <laughs> with style. He left with style, Scott. He did leave with style. That was the best thing that's happened in this book. Is um, that the best thing? Is that better than the than the uh, trial? Um, They're close. I might have liked the trial more just because of how just how much of an arrogant asshole he was about it. Like I mean he he was he, a pretty arrogant he asshole. Was. He that's true. In the study. That's I mean he true. literally was like like, He's oh, like yeah. no, like I I don't intend to as they say, come quietly. Say, come quietly. Uh yeah, they were both good. I don't know. I love that. I just, there's so much good stuff in the trial with him just like summoning an armchair and just like, oh yeah, yeah, you're, I didn't get your owl about the time being changed. I just happened to be here an hour early. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's tough. They're definitely the two best things. Let's, let's put it that way. 
So they do a bunch of owl studying. Uh, Malfoy seems to think he's he's all good because his dad is good friends with the examiner. But our guy Neville calls bullshit. Uh, he's like, yeah, we've had this examiner lady like over for dinner with my grand before. And I call bullshit like she is not friends with Draco's dad. So I don't know what the fuck Draco is is smoking. Yeah, Draco's a fucking shit heel. He's a shit heel. So is this uh Marchbanks, Professor Marchbanks? She's rad. Love her. She comes in and She's one of the examiners, right? Yes, she's like the head examiner. Right. So um they come and uh Umbridge is talking to them and uh she asks where Dumble is. And Umbridge is like, Of course he's not here. We don't know where he is. But I dare say the Ministry of Magic will track him down soon enough. And Professor Marchbanks comes back with, Yeah, I doubt it. Not if Dumbledore <laughs> doesn't want to be found. I should know. Examine him personally in Transfiguration and Charms when he did newts. Did things with a wand I'd never seen before. And I'm like, come on, Rowling. Quit writing my jokes for me. <laughs> did things with a wand I'd never seen before. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You gotta, you gotta leave some room for me here. This lady Rowling. has got to be really old too, if she Dude. was old enough to be examining Dumbledore. Oh yeah, but that's the whole thing here. Like, it's you an know, old... Dumbledore got good grades because he did things with his wand that she had never. Oh seen yeah, before. hit spots she'd never felt before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not actually. Dumbledore's gay. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah, he's gay. Oh, I didn't know that. Has that been mentioned before? Uh, not in the books. No. So it's oh. it's nothing that could have been spoiled. Just it was in a in an interview that Rowling said, and Rowling has said a lot of shit that I don't necessarily love, and I don't necessarily love her. But she did say sure. like she's like, I always thought of him as a gay man. Uh, and she's like, and I never net like needed to make it apparent that he was right. gay, but I just always thought of him as a gay man. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's cool. Yeah. So they have their exams. Harry seems to think he did all right through the first week of their exams. He gets uh, bonus points in the Defense Against the Dark Arts one uh, for showing off his Patronus. His happy thought was Umbridge getting fired, which is pretty funny. Yeah. He uh, he blew his load, and they were like, that is a fucking load. <laughs> Holy shit. You're passing this fucking class. They were like, that's a load and a half, boy. <laughs> Uh, they, they keep getting this one, he keeps getting this one particular examiner, this old dude who seems real cool. I, I did not take a note of him or his name, but I, I, I dug this old, uh, examiner dude. So good for him, I guess, even though I don't Was, know was he like, name. just, I don't, I don't remember. Was he just like spicy or was he just he, like. No, he was just kind of cool. He was just like, uh, just the way he was written. He was just kind of was like, Hey. Sonny boy, I hear you can do a full-blown Patronus. I'll give you a bonus point if you bust your silvery load everywhere. Not those lines exactly, but I mean, I made him sound much creepier than he is in the book. I think that was verbatim. Yes, exactly. Uh, there's I have a uh, this taken specifically from the book because I found this very weird. They're talking about how. I think this is Parvati. She's like, oh, we only have four exams left. 
Hermione is super stressed right now because you know how she is with classes and exams and homework. She's like, only I've got a Rithmancy and it's probably the toughest subject there is. And it says, nobody was foolish enough to snap back. So she was unable to vent her spleen on any of them and was reduced to telling off some of the first years for giggling too loudly in the common room. First of all, is this implying that Hermione would just like throw up all over them if they wanted to like yeah, dude, talk I don't know. back to I mean, her? I think it's like you know, like the saying like screaming your lungs out. Yes, but that's your lungs, which is air. Venting yeah, I mean, your spleen is like it's coming from under. Your, like, <laughs> from under. I just want to imagine someone being like, oh, whatever, Hermione, Earthmancy's not that hard, and Hermione just vomiting all over them. Just like projectile vomiting. Does vomit just... come from your spleen? Sure. Isn't your spleen your intestine? No. I mean, th they have different <laughs> names probably because they're different things. I'm an idiot. Did you know that that's how that works? <laughs> no, 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 no. One of one of your small or large intestines is called also called something different. Okay, well, I'm pretty it sure might the, not spleen be the spleen is a completely different uh, organ. Okay, now I'm looking this up because now I feel like either a dumbass or I'm brilliant. No, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> what is your spleen? <laughs> what is your spleen? <laughs> this is the best Google search ever. Uh, the spleen is a fist-sized organ in the upper left side of your abdomen, next to your stomach, next to your stomach, and behind your ribs. It is an important part of your immune system because the liver can take over many of the spleen's functions. That's right. The spleen is the one that people have removed sometimes. Now, what is the... Uh, Okay, now I need to know, what is the large intestine also called? Tell me, baby girl, because I need to know. Colon. See, that's what I was thinking of. You you couldn't think of colon? I couldn't think of colon. Dude, I but always I knew, think of colon. Uh, yeah, you always think of colons. <laughs> no, I knew one of the intestines had another name. I didn't colon. know that colon was a, uh, like a... An organ? No, 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 like, uh, like a scientifically uh, accepted name for yeah. it. Yeah, that's actually the more scientific accepted name for it, I think, than large intestine. Interesting. Yeah. See, well, it's definitely not day. spleen. Guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of We <laughs> Don't Want to Anatomy. <laughs> this has been your anatomy lesson for the week. Check with us next time when we'll be going over the hypocampus. <laughs> Hey, there's a great band called Hippocampus or Hypocampus. You're the worst. You just ruined my joke, dick. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> that's another organism or, or organ we'll be talking it. about next time. <laughs> we talk about that every week. You <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, yeah, Hermione is gonna vomit her spleen on people. Apparently, her colon. She's gonna throw up her colon. She's on gonna people. throw up her entire colon. Uh, what the wow, fuck we was went off on a real tangent yeah, for the dumbest thing. <laughs> Listen, we got to pad this episode. Uh, hey guys, before we keep this thing going, we wanted to take a quick second to give a quick shout out. Uh, we've got a friend and a fan of the pod, Daniel Parrott. Uh, we have seen that 
Uh, you've been in and out of the hospital. You've been dealing with some things, and we just wanted to reach out here on the pod and say, uh, you know, we love you, pal. We appreciate that you have been super supportive of the pod, and we're thinking about you, and, uh, you know, we, we hope you get better soon. Yeah, man. Take care of yourself. We love you. We miss you, and we hope you're enjoying the show. Hopefully, it can give you a, a laugh here and there uh, in these in these tough times for you, but stick with it, pal. You'll get through it. And now... Back to We Don't Wanna. She, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about uh, their divination exam now. And uh, Harry's like, we shouldn't have taken the stupid subject in the first place. And he's like, still, at least we can give it up now. And Harry says, yeah, no more pretending we care what happens when Jupiter and Uranus get too friendly. And I'm like, quit writing my jokes for me, Rowley. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it! Okay, so are you going to give Harry uh, some kudos for a good joke? No, because he's not making that as a joke. He's just saying that. I mean, I think it because was a Because he's joke. an idiot. I don't think he knows what a joke is. And finally, Jesus, a chapter and a half, shits finally starts popping off here. They're on top of the castle doing their astronomy exam. And uh, Umbridge and, like, six cronies go out to Hagrid's hut and just attack his ass, apparently. They are trying to stun him. They're just watching this from up on top of the uh, on top of the castle. They're trying to stun him, and it's just, like, bouncing off. He starts fucking them up. He knocks a few unconscious, does a, does a nice uh, RKO on one of them, I'm pretty sure. Straight out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, McGonagall runs out of the castle. And she's like, how dare you fuckers leave him alone. He's done nothing to deserve this. And without warning, she just gets quadruple stunnered. Like, fucking straight to the chest. No shot. No chance. She gets all fucked up. Hagrid gets big mad at this. He yells, knocks out a few more. Then he grabs Fang who was stunned slightly earlier in the fight, and runs off. He just takes off out the gates. Um. So, yeah, big, big fight there. Uh, Hermione, real upset about this. She's, like, trying to sneak up on him in the middle of the night. She clearly wanted to avoid another scene like Trelawney's. Fucking what the hell is up with this lady? Ron says, Hagrid did well, though, didn't he? And he's like, how come all those spells bounced off him? And Hermione explains, that's his giant blood. It's very hard to stun a giant. They're like trolls, really tough. So that's why all these stunner spells were just bouncing off this motherfucker. But poor Professor McGonagall, four stunners straight in the chest, and she's not exactly young, is she? Yeah. So, not great. Not a good look. Not, Not great for poor McGonagall. Oh, we also find out here that uh, this, I didn't make a note of this at the time. Someone kept putting Nifflers. I don't know what a Niffler is. It's a small some, magical creature. Sure, I figured that was the case. Someone kept putting Nifflers in Umbridge's office, and uh, they she was convinced it was Hagrid because he's the care of magical creatures teacher. Right. So... They mention that here, like, oh, Haggard was going to get sacked no matter what because of these Nifflers. And Lee Jordan was like, shit, I was the one putting the Nifflers in Umbridge's <laughs> office. And I'm like, god damn it, Lee Jordan. 
they're like uh they're like a little magical creature that like loves like shiny things like they like they like steal like gold and treasure oh yeah i think it said at one point it like when she went into her office it tried to like steal the rings like eat the rings off her fingers or something yeah so they got their final exam that they have for the year or for their owls i guess which is history of magic the next day uh, because they were up so late talking about all this Hagrid bullshit, Harry's real exhausted, and he falls asleep while taking it. And, of course, he gets the the dream of going deeper and deeper <laughs> in there. I love those dreams. They, I just wake up a fucking mess, though. It's <laughs> covered in sweat and fucking jizz. Uh, I refuse to comment on that. <laughs> uh... So this is is Voldy talking, obviously. Take it for me. Lift it down now. I cannot touch it, but you can. The black shape upon the floor shifted a little. Harry saw a long, white-fingered hand clutching a wand rise on the end of his own arm. Here's your favorite. Chris! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. The, uh, the man on the floor let out a scream of pain. Attempted to stand, but fell back, writhing. Harry was laughing. He raised his wand. The curse lifted. The figure groaned and became motionless. The man raises his head. His face was blood-stained, twisted in pain, yet rigid with defiance. You'll have to kill me, whispered Sirius. Undoubtedly, I shall in the end, but you will fetch it for me first, Black. You think you have felt pain thus far? Think again. We have hours ahead of us, and nobody can hear you scream. So, not good. Uh, Voldy's... Voldy's (laughs) Not good. (laughs) Voldy's got serious, apparently. Um, I have to say, I was very surprised that you called this, like, pretty well. Yeah, I, I knew... Something was going to happen, and I think it definitely, judging by what happens in this next chapter, I think it definitely had something to do with Creature, uh, like I theorized about. either. I think what I said was basically like, Creature is doing something, he's going to like rat somehow, or Sirius is just going to get fed up and leave because of like all that shit Snape was talking about. Right, right, right. That, you know, I, I was like, something is definitely going to happen to Sirius because they, they made a big deal about this parting between him and Harry. Uh, and yeah, seems like uh, something is happening with him. And like I said, I, I really think it, it definitely has something to do with I have to ask, do you think it's strange? I don't know if it's a British thing specifically or if it's just like, well, I was going to say like traditional English, but I guess that would be British, right? Um, <laughs> sure. But lift it down. Because Voldemort, no. t- that's a very strange way to to like to like say that, right? Out of all that, the right? strange Britishisms in this book, you that's no, the no, one no. That I, I'm not necessarily you. saying it's a Britishism. I just think it's it's a strange way to like word that action, lift it down. No, like I would I, say, I, like take it down, right? Sure, I, either it would be acceptable to me. It just seems weird. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you fucking weirdo. This has uh, been uh, Grammar with We Don't Want This has been the Grammar Minute. Uh, next, we'll do <laughs> math and history. Uh, chapter 32, the final chapter of this batch. Like I said, this one might run through pretty quick. Harry gets out of the exam. 
runs up to the hospital wing after he like you know is he wakes up screaming. Uh, people are like, what the fuck? He gets out of the exam, runs up to the hospital wing to tell McGonagall about what he saw. Madam Pomegranate. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I I legitimately can't remember if I was trying to make a joke there or if this was just an autocorrect thing. Madam Pomegranate. Because it's palm free? I, oh, I know, Scott. That's so funny. I, I legit, I took these notes several days ago. Madam Pomegranate. I do not remember if that was supposed to be an attempt at a joke or if this was just an autocorrect thing. Holy shit. And when I read that, I just was like, wait, what? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Madam Pomegranate tells him that. McGonagall has been transferred to St. Mungo's. Yikes. Apparently four stunners to the chest at her age could have killed her. This is like the whole thing of like, you know, the uh, non-lethal weapons actually can super kill you. Like if you get a beanbag, you know, to the heart, it can like stop your heart type of situation. Right. Uh, She says that this is still pomegranate. She says that they wouldn't have had a chance <laughs> against McGonagall in a fair fight and that they're damn cowards. Yeah. And I feel I'm, I'm, my thing, whole thing is like, McGonagall, you've seen how shitty these people are. I feel like you still should have been prepared. You should have had your wand out and ready. I know they're cowards. I know they did super shitty, like, without warning, but. That is probably fair, but I do still think it's something badass that, like, this ancient fucking lady mm-hmm. could just like mop the floor with any of these fucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like she I, she's a baller. I don't know if that's like, you know, pomegranate blowing smoke or if that's legit. I, no. I would believe it's legit. It's definitely legit. So he tells, so he leaves, he goes back and he tells Ron and Hermione about what he saw instead. And he's like, how are we going to get there to the Department of Ministries? Mysteries. And they're both, what did I say? Ministries. But what did you say? Uh... <laughs> uh, yes, the de- I think I've done that like uh, every yes, single time. The I Department say of the Department of Ministries. Uh, so he's like, how are we going to get there? And they're both like, um, say what now? We're doing what now exactly? What? And they're like, we can't, what? No, this is a terrible idea. We can't just go there. What? No. And um, Hermione starts getting real upset. Harry's like screaming at them about how we got to go. This is is actually a good intense moment. I know you weren't high on these chapters, but like uh I definitely remember reading this like last year when I was going through the books again. And I was like, I forgot how like intense it was between all of them, like him like freaking out about Sirius and wanting to go and then trying to tell him that he's an idiot. Yeah, I guess it didn't come off as that intense for me. It's just Harry being his usual dipshit self and Hermione trying to, like, talk sense into him. But he's, like, screaming and so angry that he's, like, legit scaring her. So she's, like, crying. Yeah. Um, She's like, we've got no proof for any of this. No proof Voldemort and Sirius are even there. And Ron chimes in here. He's like, Harry's seen him, okay? And... 
Hermione's like, look, I've just got to say this. This isn't a criticism, Harry, but you do sort of. I mean, don't you think you've got a bit of a a saving people thing? Uh, ouch. He's like, what's that fucking supposed to mean? A saving fucking people thing. Ouch. She's like, well, you, I mean, last year, for instance, in the lake during the tournament, you shouldn't have, I mean, you didn't need to save that little Delacour girl. You got a bit carried away. And her, Harry's like, oh, you're going to throw that in my face? And I'm like, Harry, there's like a billion things she could throw in your face because you're a fucking idiot. But yes, she's going to throw that in your face. Hermione's basically, her whole argument is like, what if this is just a dream? Or worse, what if this is Voldy trying to lure you into a trap because you're a real dipshit and you didn't learn Occlumency at all? And Harry, just big mad, just keeps screaming that he's going no matter what. He will absolutely not listen to reason. Um, Then the classroom door opens. I I copied this directly because I did think this was funny. This is your girl, Luna. Um, and Ginny. Ginny walked in looking curious, followed by Luna, who, as usual, looked as though she had j- drifted in accidentally. <laughs> 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 Which I think is just real funny. Dude, her character is so funny. Like, just her whole, like, ambiance. <laughs> it's so funny. She's just floating along having a good yes. time, man. It's It's pretty funny. Uh, Ginny's like, hi, we recognized Harry's voice because you're screaming. Um, what exactly are you screaming about, my guy? Harry, big pissed off, never you mind. And she's like, there's no need to take that tone with me, you sack of shit. I was only wondering whether I could help. And Harry's like, well, you can't. And Luna just comes in with, you're being rather rude, you know? I fucking love her. Oh wait, shit! Didn't I have a Luna voice? Yeah, You're being rather very... rude, you know. There you go, <laughs> dude. I have to tell you, I, I, I can't remember if I said this last time we recorded, so I'm gonna say it again. Uh huh. Amanda, no, I could, it couldn't have because this was about the episode that came out this week. Yeah. Amanda got home after listening to the most recent episode where you do your first Luna voice. Oh sure. And she was like. Are you sure Scott hasn't seen these movies? <laughs> why is it like? And I was the like, one yeah, why? And she's like, how does he just do like a almost perfect Luna voice? Because that I was mean, really close. I probably saw trailers at some point. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing in my head makes sense. She's so good. Uh, so Hermione's like, hold up. She's like, they can help us. We will check and see if Sirius is still home in Umbridge's fire. We'll flu, f- half flu, or the, we'll do the old half head flu in Umbridge's <laughs> the hot old fire. Half head flu? The old half head flu in Umbridge's fire. They can be a distraction. Ginny is immediately like, yeah, we'll do it. Because Ginny's uh, a fucking baller. Because Ginny's a fucking baller and I love her. Luna, <laughs> this is also real good. Luna's like, you keep talking about Sirius. Do you actually mean stubby board man? <laughs> Which is a callback to way back in like the first couple chapters when Harry reads the Quibbler magazine and it's about like that crazy lady who is like, 
oh, there's no such person as serious. Like, that's actually Stubby Boardman, who was like this singer or something. Yeah, it, like international pop some yes, sensation. Yes. Very, very funny callback here from Luna. Also, Stubby Boardman, still a great fucking name. Still a great fucking name. So Harry agrees to this plan, and they go do it. Uh, <laughs> the Ginny and Luna and Ron are like running interference, and Hermione and Harry go into the office to do the old half-head flu. Harry Harry gets in there, and he gets he's in there out. nice and deep, like. <laughs> God damn it. I wasn't going to do it, but you just had to do it. <laughs> Harry gets in there real deep, and he's calling for Sirius, but only Creature comes out. And Harry's like, where the fuck is Sirius? And Creature's like, Master does not tell Creature where he is going. And Harry's like, but you know, don't you? You know where he is. And Creature just like cackles. And he just goes, Master will not come back from the Department of Mysteries. Creature and his mistress will be alone again. And I'm like, quit. No, gross. I don't want to hear about this fucking house elf fucking a painting. Like, actually, that might be kind of funny. Give me a full chapter on him fucking that painting. That's weird. Uh, Let's not. (laughs) <laughs> that would be real funny though <laughs> I mean you had a real problem with him Fucking jizzing in those pants I mean listen he, We've already gone Halfway gone there a He's already heavy jizzing on the starch He's already jizzing in the dude's trousers Like we may as well just get a full on chapter of him Fucking this painting There's a hole in the wall underneath the painting <laughs> Okay that makes it fine then <laughs> Um So Yeah Obviously creature also i think there's mention here i didn't take a note on it but like his hands are like bandaged up like my guess is he had to like do so he like he rat my theory is he ratted on sirius to some dark wizards because the blacks were very connected with dark wizards right and he solid because theory because he's, he's a house elf he then had to like punish himself like dobby had right. to do just like dobby uh yeah exactly. your favorite character that's my favorite favorite so you've, that's come, you've come around on Dobby, right? Dobby's all right. Cool. Dobby's all right. If that's coming around, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the jig is up, though. Umbridge yanks Harry right out of the fire after this. She had some kind of stealth detection spells after the second Niffler. And I'm like, way to fucking go, Lee Jordan. You are the secret villain of this fucking book Dude. and that you ruin everything. You got Hagrid fired and now you got these dipshits caught. Fucking goddamn Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan is actually Voldemort's most yeah. tasteful uh, Death Eater. Voldemort is Lee Jordan confirmed? Hashtag confirmed. <laughs> Find out um, next time. If, on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, the Inquisitorial Squad comes in. They've got Ron, Luna, Ginny, and Neville caught too. Apparently Neville tried defending Ginny, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, Neville love interest. I'm like, oh, I can be into this, Ginny and Neville. Um, I'm here for that. Because didn't they go to the Yule Ball together? They did go to the Yule Ball together. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Neville, I've come around on a lot too. And I love Ginny. So I'm like, all right. Neville trying to defend Ginny. I'm I'm here for it. Big here for it. So 
Umbridge is like, who the fuck were you talking to in the fire? And he won't say. She's like, Malfoy, go and get Snape. And <laughs> it's just now at this moment that this idiot is like, oh, fuck, there was someone else still from the Order still here. Shit. I forgot about Snape. Fuck, I thought McGonagall was the only one. I'm an idiot. And I'm like, yes, you are a goddamn idiot. Yeah, honestly, would you have forgotten about, like, would you have no, remembered Snape? No, I remembered Snape. I was like, well, he could go talk to Snape, but Snape's furious at him and he won't do it anyway, so. Okay. I had that thought when I was reading it. Anyway, so. I'm glad a 31, how old are you, 32, 31? 30, uh, 32. And you turned, shit, you turned 33 in a couple weeks? 33 in a couple weeks, yeah. I turned 29 in a couple weeks, fuck. Yeah, we're old, bro. Well, I'm I'm old. You're still young because you're still in your 20s. Yeah, it's uh, it's shitty. Either way, um, yeah, I'm glad that a 32-year-old man could fucking outthink a 15-year-old boy. Literally boy. double his age. Isn't he 16 now? Yeah. I think he's 15 yeah, in no, the last no. one. It's, yeah, wow, no, right. noted Harry Potter scholar Zachary Alvidrez forgets Harry Potter's age in book five. Did I get that I right? always forget if it's they start at 10 or they start at 11. That's my problem. Mm, math is hard, bro. Yeah, I know. I fucking know. So Snape comes in. Oh, wait, hold on. Before that, I made this note. Luna still being funny here. Uh, all of them, they make a big deal about how all of them are, like, struggling against their captors. Except Luna, who just looks bored. She's <laughs> bored by this whole thing. <laughs> uh, Snape's come in. Snape's cause Jesus. Snape comes in, and her, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you better leave this in, you fucker. You did it to me. I do it to you all the time. <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. Fine. Snever, Sneverus Snape comes in. Snivelous. And Umbridge is like, bro, I need another bottle of them drugs. And she's like, I need that like, good, good. She's like, I need that good, good shit. And he's like, you took my last bottle to interrogate Potter before. Surely you haven't used it all. I told you only three drops only a total dumbass would have used more than that. And she's like, oh, shit. Which is also <laughs> even more funny because Harry didn't even drink any yeah, of that shit yeah. the last time. <laughs> she's like, uh, okay, well, just make me some more. And he's like, sure, I'll have it to you in about a month. And Umbridge is furious about this. Furious. Uh, Snape... Snape looks at Harry at some point because she's like, this motherfucker's doing some shady shit. And Snape finally looks at Harry and Harry tries thinking real hard about what he saw, trying to get Snape to like Legolas his ass. <laughs> Legolas his ass. <laughs> trying, to, trying to do what? I'm sorry, what's Scott? He tried to, to do a Legolas on his ass. <laughs> uh, trying to do Legolas on his ass. <laughs> trying to do a... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's just leave that at that. Uh, which is the first like kind of okay idea Harry has maybe ever had because we know Snape is good at that shit. So uh -huh. good on you, Harry, for trying. Um, Umbridge is like, I need it, bro. I need another fix. I mean, to interrogate Potter. 
And uh, Snape's like, I got nothing for you unless you want to poison him, which would be real funny. I would love to see you poison Harry Potter, if I'm being honest. Uh, Umbridge is furious, says he's being deliberately unhelpful, and puts him on probation. She's like, oh, Malfoy, what is the dad Malfoy's name? <laughs> Lucius. Lucius, thank you. Lu- dad, dad Malfoy. I'm just gonna call it Dad Malfoy. <laughs> dad, not Son Malfoy. Dad Malfoy. Dad Malfoy. She's like Dad Malfoy. Said you're you way like more helpful. Such a goddamn idiot. <laughs> I mean, what else are we here for? She's like Dad Malfoy. Said you were way more helpful than this. Snape only seems mildly concerned by going on probation, and he just gives her this sick mock bow and starts to leave. And I'm like, hell yeah, my guy Snape. Uh, Harry, (laughs) not knowing whether or not uh, his ass got successfully legalist, (laughs) he he just abandons all other plans and just yells out, he's got Padfoot. He's got Padfoot at the place where it's hidden. And I'm like, this motherfucker thinks he's so subtle. Uh, Snape stops and Umbridge is like, Padfoot? What is Padfoot? Where, where, what is hidden? What does he mean, Snape? Snape turns, looks at Harry. Harry could not undertell whether he had understood or not, but he did not dare speak more plainly in front of Umbridge. Um, I'm trying to think of what my Snape voice is, and I can't. <laughs> your Snape voice is not good. This is your worst I know. one. This is probably my worst one. This is the one He's... where you start sounding like Sean Connery. Sean <laughs> Connery. I was like, I couldn't remember if it was that one or my Dumble voice sounded like Sean Connery. Well, both of them kind of. They all just do, eventually turn definitely. into Sean Connery. Uh, so okay, I won't attempt to. No, 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 no. Now that cool we're talking about it, now that I talk it. about, okay. Uh, well, give me a famous Snape line. Uh, turn to Potter. three. Turn to page three hundred and ninety-four. Three hundred and ninety-four. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Sean Connery, dude. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I'm just gonna skip that. That's too hard. <laughs> This, this whole episode is utter nonsense. Holy shit. <laughs> Potter, when I want nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta stop. Because this is really good. I, I want this line to hit home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He says, Potter, when I want nonsense shouted at me, I shall give you a babbling beverage. And crab, loosen your hold a little. If Longbottom suffocates, it will mean a lot of tedious paperwork. And I'm afraid <laughs> I shall have to mention it on your reference if you ever apply for a job. And he just walks out. Uh, Snape is such a baller. <laughs> there was mention before about how crab was like strangling poor neville and neville was like turning purple and everything and snape is just like yeah dude like don't fucking kill him i'm just i'm gonna have to do so much i don't want to have to deal with it yeah not because i give a shit he does not give a shit he's like i just don't want to deal i just don't want to deal i love snape he leaves um (laughs) he's like sherry's like shit snape was my last hope uh so 
then Umbridge is like, well, I don't have uh, any truth serum. I'm just going to have to crucial his ass. <laughs> and she's like, Umbridge starts going like full mental here. She's like, uh, oh, the minister will understand. I just have to take matters in my own hand. It's, you know, uh, you're forcing me, Potter. You're forcing me. And Hermione starts freaking out. She's like, no, it's illegal. But Umbridge is looks like she's real excited to do this. She's like happy to do it. She's not like regrettably breaking the law. She's she's big into this. Oh, she's not being forced at all. No, definitely not. Uh, Hermione's like, the minister wouldn't want you to break the law. And she's like, what Cornelius doesn't know won't hurt him. He never knew I ordered the Dementors after Potter last summer, but he was delighted to be given the chance to expel him all the same. And I'm like, oh, shit. Umbridge sent the Dementors. It wasn't Voldy after all. Umbridge sent the Dementors. Which makes sense because I was like, if Voldy was really in charge of the Dementors, wouldn't security at Azkaban have already broken down completely yep. anyway? Very and good catch, a, Scott. There's no way they couldn't could like keep that totally quiet right. i mean and it's like if like we we've already seen from voldemort that taking out harry like that's his job right also like that, Vo- yeah. voldemort wouldn't send dementors to go fuck up harry right right good point as well um um so harry's like you, you fucking sent the dementors after me and umbridge is like yeah somebody had to act they were all bleeding about silencing you somehow, discrediting you, but I was the one who actually did something about it. Only you wriggled out of that one, didn't you, Potter? Not today, though. Not now. So she's just about to crucio him again. Hermione shouts, no, just like Darth Vader. And <laughs> no! No! Uh, she starts breaking down fake crying, and... <laughs> Why do I have this in my notes? What does this mean? Is it another uh, pomegranate? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on right now? Okay. Now I know what I was trying to do here. Uh, by the way, also just a quick note. Hermione's a terrible actress, but they buy this fully somehow. She's like doing this fake crying, but there's no tears. Like even Harry's like, why aren't there any tears? And this guy's a fucking idiot. So they're real dumb <laughs> if they if they think this is legit. Hermione starts telling her like, oh, she starts feeding Umbridge all this bullshit about trying to contact Dumble to tell him that they finished his weapon for him and all this. And Harry's like, why'd you spill your beans? <laughs> why'd you spill your beans? I could not figure out why I had that in my notes for a second. I just had. Oh, that's what was in your notes. That's what it was. It was just on its own separate little line. Harry's like, "Why just spill your beans?" God damn. Listeners, listeners, we've given you more than enough time to have watched The Lighthouse. If you haven't already, you fucking suck. Again, you could probably just watch the trailer though. Yeah, you could just watch the trailer, but you should watch the whole thing because it's a goddamn trip. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, she's like, yeah, we were building this weapon for him, and we were just trying to get a hold of Dumble, and she she gets dumbass umbrage to take her and Harry to the weapon alone. I, I think she fed her, like, they were all going to go at one point, but then Hermione's like, 
okay, fine. I hope I hope when we get to the weapon, somebody uses it against you. And that's like all she had to say. And Umbridge was like, oh, well, I don't want that to happen. I'll just go alone with you then. Yeah, Umbridge is a fucking idiot. Umbridge is a fucking moron. And that's the end of this chapter and where we get to leave it today. Ah, uh, so yeah, I I don't I don't know what Hermione's end game is here. I mean, I assume like just they're going to try and, you know, two on one get her alone. Hermione's going to break out the jujitsu and just like well, kick they, her their ass wands are wand. are confiscated. Yeah, their wands are absolutely confiscated. That's what I'm saying. Hermione don't need no fucking wand. She didn't catch She'll, these hands. She's gonna yeah. Umbridge is gonna catch those Hermione hands for sure. Uh, and then post that, I don't know. I I mean, they gotta do something about Sirius. Maybe Snape is off doing something about Sirius. Harry so, will still want to go for sure. So he here's. I have to I have to preface the rest of this book here. And I've been I've been waiting to do this until we got to this point. Oh boy. Can't wait. You know that I have problems with this book. Yes. But you also you know that, that I that the ending, in my opinion, makes up for it. You have said that as well. Right. Uh the 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 vehicle in order to get to you love using that specific terminology whenever we talk about these books. Yeah, well, here's like, okay. Actually, no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's not okay. even, it's not even, like, I, to me, the vehicle is, is serious, like, the vision of serious, right? It's not a vehicle. It's an airplane. <laughs> uh, and the way that they even physically get there, I'm totally fine with. Um, But... There's one thing in specific that okay. Let me hear your your prediction on like what where they're gonna go. Well, I mean, they're they're gonna end up with the Department of Mysteries Ministries at some point. Like we have had enough said about and build up to that thing. Okay. That I'm just gonna, gonna go ahead and say there. this now. Then okay. Okay. Was that all you needed to hear? I know. Uh, well, it's just, it's just. I don't want to go into spoiler territory, but it's like we both know that that this is where, like, that's where okay. this is going, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. So, the fact that they can just go into the ministry in the middle of the night, like unharmed, that because that's going to happen, right? Like that they're going to get there, right? Sure. That. Is the thing that I'm like, oh shit! Oh, but but sure. but literally everything about everything that happens at the ministry is so fun and so good in my eyes. I love it. So okay, just you know, I, you like to pick up the little things that don't yes, make sense, do. and it doesn't make sense. Okay, but let's just get past that. See, I you mentioned like tandem bicycling, like tandem apparating before. I wondered if they were gonna do some bullshit like that or something to get there um well i mean none of them can operate well i mean maybe snape took him i don't know sure or for all i know fucking as smart as hermione is she can probably operate like i would not be surprised at all if like next chapter hermione's like no yeah i totally learned how to operate i just am not allowed to do it so i don't do it 
that would be pretty cool, but that I can tell you that's not the case. Okay. All right. Um that's that was I mean, either that or they're gonna go through Umbridge's they're gonna flew through her fireplace. I don't know. I no, don't know. there's there there has been and I'm gonna say this now too. There has been something I think it's been said once or twice in the book already that this is a thing. So okay. so that's and it's extremely subtle. Oh God! If they like get on Grop's back and like ride him to the ministry, I'll never forgive you for making me read this book. I've already told you that he's important, haven't I? God damn it! You didn't know that. He- Wait, why? Oh shit! Now I'm worried. That's actually it's not going to be exactly that, but it's going to be something similar. Why else would he be in this book if he's not going to play a role in the end game here? I fucking hate you and your dumb face when you give me those looks. Razzle dazzle. I hate you so much. Oh, I'm gonna hate this, aren't I? I'm gonna hate this. I I I don't think you're gonna hate it as much as you think you do. Here's what I would like to happen. Okay. Let's hear it. But I know it won't because Harry has to be present for everything because everything is from his perspective. I would like for these dipshits to stay at the school and have nothing to do with it. And I would like Snape and probably like Lupin and like Molly and uh, shit. What's Mr. Weasley's Arthur Arthur like have a fucking showdown at the ministry and these other fuckers just not be present or involved at all. That's what I would like. I know it will not happen. Well, hold on. Snape can't do that because he'd blow his cover. That's true. Okay, fine. Then Snape just alerts the cavalry and Lupin and Molly and Arthur. Or fuck it, Snape has Polyjuice Potion brewing and he goes as Moody or some shit. Yeah, but like, what what if he gets summoned by Voldemort to come help? Then he, I don't know, he has Unpolyjuice Potion <laughs> ready and he just takes that. <laughs> No, th- these are. This is solid. This is. I just want my boy Snape to be involved, because um, I love him. Here's another. He's one gonna for Legolas you. Harry's ass. Here's another one for you, Scott. Oh no! Razzle dazzle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I look, man. I uh, I genuinely think that you are going to enjoy the end of this book. I hope so. You got me real worried now, and then I just thought about the fact of like. Why would Grop be introduced into this story if he's not going to play a role? And that got me real... Well, I suppose the dragon in the first book had a part to play in the story, but that part to play was an absolute joke and was completely irrelevant. So maybe I can hope something similar happens here or maybe this is just set up for a book down the road yeah i didn't tell you that uh that giants um can actually run at the speed of sound and they're just gonna (laughs) jump on his back and (laughs) you're just making the same joke i already made (laughs) yeah but i'm i'm uh, validating it yes but with the sound running no so they're how this happens how this plays out has been very briefly mentioned in the book already. Okay. No, um, and I think, and I think it's fucking cool. So, okay. We'll see it. 
Oh, does it have something to do with the security troll guarding his broom in the basement in the dungeon? Yeah, so both giants and trolls run at supersonic speed. <laughs> no, I mean, do they get Grop to fight the security troll for them so they can get Harry's broom? Yeah, they supersonic fight. It's like in DBZ when the people are like fighting and it's just like clashes of like like explosions in the air. Yeah, and nobody exactly. can see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Supersonic yeah, fighting yeah. by supersonic the supersonic death duck squadron. squadron. Yeah, exactly. Did we just do that? Did we just become best friends? No, I said death squadron. And you said duck squadron because oh. you nicknamed them the supersonic death squadron. Oh, accidentally. Well, that's a cool. Or maybe it was me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> What's going I didn't on here? Pay any attention? <laughs> uh, you have any final thoughts, buddy? No, I, I was. Look, man, the, the last two all... chapters of this had like I mean, it's out of three chapters, two chapters had stuff going on. Disagree. The only thing that happened was, oh, we know Voldy's got serious. That's that's some serious shit. <laughs> And oh my god yeah but we also <laughs> them had... getting caught in umbridge's office that means nothing to me i don't give a shit well i mean you don't give a shit but it is important so i mean i don't know how else to you're just a fucker yeah i just i just don't care about them in umbridge i mean except hermione obviously and and Ginny and Neville and Luna and Neville. <laughs> okay, I don't care about Harry or Ron or Umbridge <laughs> or the Sun Malfoy. Sun Malfoy. <laughs> That's still really funny. Okay, you made me real apprehensive about the end of this book. Now, now, now I don't know what to expect. I was like excited, sort of, because you told me it was good always, but now you're like, mm, there's something you're gonna hate, and now I don't know what to expect. Uh, yeah, well, look, just think about it like this. You know how down on this book I overall am, and sure. the ending of the book legitimately saves this book, the whole book for me. Jake also okay, really enough. enjoys the end of this book, and that's why he wants to be on this on this last episode with us. So, I think that there's going to be good stuff. Uh, hopefully, you just, hopefully you buy into the story, and, and there's enough there for you to care about that, but, sure. but I, I think... I think it's good. I think it's a fun time. Um, man, it's it's a fucking wild ride. It's so okay. rad. <laughs> Fair enough. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, that's that's gonna do it for us tonight, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us on We Don't Want a Harry Potter. Go hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod, and uh, say some nice things to us. Um, Scott started this episode off as a grumpy boy and uh, go say something nice to him to make him a little bit happier. So yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks.